1: <laughs> <laughs> He's just having none of that, huh?
2: <laughs> no. No. But I was, it was worth it.
1: Somebody has to sound the alarm bells at the appropriate time. Bone, uh, let's talk. Let's talk a little football here. This isn't the greatest time of year for for football yeah. activity. Uh, even if you go through the you know football sites and you're checking out what are the headlines and stuff, it's like Deshaun Watson and you know Dan Snyder is a scumbag, and, and it's, it's all stuff that you basically know already. It has nothing to do with the actual <laughs> sport or very little. Uh, yeah. But one thing I can't help but wonder going into this final month before they get to Latrobe is if Mason Rudolph will actually be there. Um, I I, I really feel like he's going to have an opportunity to go and show what he can in camp and in preseason before the Steelers would consider
2: trading him. But you never know, right? You don't, man. Uh, Mason, man, has gotten the short end of the stick when it comes down to his career. He, he really was, has. <laughs> He did. He's almost Jordan Love-esque. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Except that not as a first-rounder. You draft... Two guys, let's use both of them, behind two Hall of Fame quarterbacks that hardly ever miss out. Even when they're injured, they find themselves finding a way to play. Heck, we saw Ben do it to Landry Jones, okay? Landry miraculously rolls his ankle on Marcus Gilbert's foot in the game. And now Ben has the record for backup coming in to saving the game because of uh, most yards thrown. It's just a bad place to be, man. It sucks to be them. But again, you got to kind of look at it and say, Mason has to have some talent. You don't take a guy like this without knowing he's capable of, capable of doing something. That's something, though. I don't think he has aspirations to be in a career backup. I know him. I sat beside him for too long. I talked to him, all of those things. So when it comes down to him getting a fair shake, well, guess what Pittsburgh when and did? Drafted the first-round quarterback. So we're getting to the end of my <laughs> explanation do I think he lasts on this roster through the end of camp? I would probably say no. I would give him a, a an opportunity somewhere else. There's been rumblings about Baker going to Carolina, that they're finally getting some traction behind that since training camp is coming up. A guy like Mason, to me, I, I think he'd be better suited going to a place like Seattle. I think he'd be better suited going to a place like Atlanta where he can still compete, where you either got a young quarterback, transition quarterback, or a guy they're just not sure about. And Carolina, I think, is out of the question. I almost look at um, the Falcons and say there's a chance. Arthur Smith is young, bright offensive coordinator they can probably make it work for him. Seattle is another place where there are rumblings that are not really sure on Drew Locke. What's the value for Mason Rudolph, though? I Are we really trying to get draft capital? I know you lost Stephon to it this past year. So if you're gonna get anything for Mason, it has to be a draft pick. His salary is not that high to where you just gotta upload him, but it's draft pick and making sure that the guy that you drafted has the opportunity to go elsewhere and get a fair shake.
1: Well, what's the pick that would satisfy you if you're Omar Khan? What are you looking for? Are You looking for a you know a high pick? I mean, Mason is still you know he's still a guy that's been mostly a backup his career.
2: Yeah. Uh, what's the pick? I, I think to be fair to the team, because that's the part about it. I can see myself as a first-rounder, but it's what my value and what honestly the other team is trying to get rid of, too. And I'd almost say Mason's in a position to where he'd be a fourth or fifth round uh trade value. At this yeah,
1: point. that's what I'm thinking, too, and it might fourth it might fifth. be the latter, but that's also why, that's, uh, that's the other reason that I'm thinking that you hang on to him through training camp, through the preseason, and at least leave open the possibility of two things. One is that you're protected in case one of Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett gets hurt. Okay. Yeah. That's that's one thing. Two is that you you know, you give him a chance to shine. And if he goes and he's Mr. Superstar for two preseason games or whatever yeah. it is, maybe that draft pick goes from a from a fifth to a fourth or from a fourth even to a third. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Uh I- it's just hard. I don't. I don't think we've ever had four active quarterbacks on the roster. And with them going to get the young guy, uh, Chris Oladokun, out of South Dakota State, like to me, that that kind of screams that they got a veteran, they got the guy in waiting, and they got a young rookie that they can keep on the sideline for a while to help him learn and honestly be another ca- career backup. You know, like that's where we are. Do you want the three headed monster, Mason, Mitch, and Kenny together? Like, I'll be real with you. We've talked about this. Quarterbacks are very, very finicky when it comes to their backups. They are. They, they just are. I heard somebody else recently say this. You can't put a strong-willed, strong-minded guy behind your starting quarterback. You just can't. And I know Mason is very strong-willed. So do you want him, if Ms. Trubisky has a bad game, to be looking like, all right, is it my turn yet? Because that's what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, the guy that gives the sideways glance to the head coach every time there's an incomplete pass. Is that what you're talking about?
2: Yeah, and then it'll be people like you and me that are asking them, Mason, have you talked to the coach about your – like that's going to come up. about Mason, have they spoke to you about your opportunities? Are you guys going to start splitting time? And then you go to practice and Eddie goes to practice and say, oh, Mason got some reps with the ones today. He could be in the game plan.
1: No question about that. When we come back on the Ramon Foster show, we're going to talk about paying the guy who scores all the points for this football team. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster show. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about big contracts. One of them just completed, obviously, the biggest as the Steelers will have this offseason with Minka Fitzpatrick. We talked about potential deals for other guys. And the one guy who still needs to be paid, not as a free agent or anything, he's got a year Mm -hmm. left on his existing contract. But you don't want to risk losing him the year after that is Chris Boswell. And he never comes up, you know, Ramon. No,
2: I mean because he's a specialist. He's a kicker. Everybody, it's kickers go to the other side of the field. Hey,
1: kicker, he they they do go to the other side of the field. But but this guy puts up all the points. Like I see how they're treated at practice. I see the I see the segregation that occurs between the specialists and everyone else. However, on Sunday, oh, let's say for example in a playoff game in Kansas City, when a certain oh. offense. When a certain offense couldn't find its way into any of the end zones at Arrowhead Stadium, who was it that put up
2: literally all of the points in the team's last playoff victory? Christopher Boswell.
1: That would be correct.
2: that's who it was. Uh, I just it, I was joking at first, but it, it seriously delights me to speak about Boz, man. Um, Just watching this young guy kind of grow into being a football player is very interesting. Uh, Coach T told us this story through Boz and said his dad wanted him to go play football. He's like he couldn't go home. He had to go do something. It's like he wanted to he needed to go play football. So he became a kicker. It's like, well, I'm on the football team. He's from Texas. Tough guy. Everything that's, that's embodied. Great. What I never heard that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Ask <laughs> Boz. He had to go play football, and he ended up being a kicker. It, it's something similar to that where he wasn't going to tackle anybody, but he was going to go kick this ball, man. Um, but I, I remember Boz coming in and just this journey of where he became, man, as a guy that honestly went through a dark part, too, in his career to kind of bounce out of it. Coach T, after he got paid, he kind of – fell off a little bit. And I think he would tell you that too, but to see him come out of that and be consistent and be level-headed and be everything that you want, a pro, a specialist, a kicker to be, man, I am I'm, I'm more proud of his journey It's almost as if it's one of my offensive linemen. You know what I'm saying? That I played with. He was a guy, man, that really had to go get it. Right after Swisham had just got injured and everything else, like we were in a very stronghold of like, okay, what's next? Like Swiss was about as as good as it had gotten. And then you got this young guy that comes in as was very consistent and honestly if we're speaking about a kicker getting paid he deserves it man the level of consistency the level of being able to place the ball on kickoffs where he does i don't think we've seen anybody kind of do it and yes dk the amount of points not just close field goals but he's kicking 50 yards consistently if there's anybody that he's in the same tier with It would have to be Tucker out of Baltimore. Like, that's where I'm placing Chris Boswell. He's in that range of consistency and just you know who the heck he is when he walks on the field. We had an old saying in Pittsburgh, whenever Baltimore crosses the 50, they're going to get three points. Well, that's because of Tucker. I feel like teams got to say the exact same thing about seeing Chris Boswell run onto the field. He's going to go get
1: points. Ben Roethlisberger used that line just this past season. He said, we feel like when we cross the midfield stripe, we got points on the board already. The other four that we get are a bonus, you know?
2: I mean, come on. Look, I I, I pulled up some of his stats, some of his longs. 51, 53, 50, 59, and 56. Like his percentages are through the roof.
1: And it's also, and this is, man, this is one of those things that's hard to quantify, because there's kick from distance, there's kicking accuracy, but then there's kicking with three seconds left, yeah. And your <laughs> team needs it to I mean, it's a, it, it, it's it's not a situation that you can simulate in Latrobe yeah. or in practice or even sometimes, you know, in a, in a in an ordinary regular season game. Uh, he does it in any situation. He's become so consistent. Um, he is for anybody who doesn't know, he's on the he's in the fourth and final year of his contract that pays 16 yeah. million and change total. Uh, that means that he's probably going to get a raise. He's 31 years old. But in kickery years, I mean, that's that's in the middle of your prime.
2: Yeah. You know, you and, can and keep I, him around for a long time. And just, you know, speaking of just keeping him around for a long time, think about the guys that he's kind of been through from Greg Warren. You know what I'm saying? From other punters that we've had on this roster, whether it was Barry or whether it's now Presley. And then you go from snappers also that he's had from Cam Kennedy to others that have just kind of gone through that room. And and all of that, that guy has held steady, even so much no, with it, a it rookie last changes. year holding the ball.
1: Yeah, yeah. Presley Harvin holding Christian Kuntz snapping. Uh, nothing changed. Nothing, Nothing changed. changed. Now that's to, that's also to their credit. Oh I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's to give it all to the kicker, but oh, you've yeah. seen you've seen and heard over the years. Well, kicker, well, something happened or this or that yeah. or whatever. It just there's there's no excuses. He just puts it
2: between the uprights, and we got to give a shout out to that to the special teams coach Danny Smith too. Just. His pressure, he puts on them in practice. He makes us go at them in practice. Uh, and you've been around Danny Smith. He's not a calm guy when he's coaching. So because of that, man, he's held those guys to a very high standard. And Chris, he goes at him probably some of the toughest I've seen anybody go at a kicker, man. And he responds accordingly every single time.
1: And don't forget the other guy that's coming at at, at Boz in practice is 97. <laughs> right <laughs> up the middle. <laughs> He's always (laughs) messing with
2: bars.
1: (laughs) When we come back, when we come back on the Ramon Foster show, a special visitor to the shop will handle today's Hey Moan segment. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster show. It's time as always for our Hey Moan segment. We have a special guest here. The uh, DK Pittsburgh sports headquarters slash shop downtown. This is my man. Joan, who came down here from the hill just to be part of this show, here. Hang on a second, we'll switch seats. What's up, Jawan?
2: Okay, DK, appreciate it. You are now the hostess with the mostess, juan What's going on, man?
0: Oh man, ain't going too much. Just did a little shopping, got me a couple uh, Adidas, no okay, real okay, black that'll Adidas. Work.
2: That'll work. That'll work. Absolutely.
0: What you got for me, man? Oh um, man, I was just really concerned about the defensive line. Hey, okay, okay. Oh, hey, Mo, <laughs> I got a question, brother. Talk you to know, me. So, uh, you know, you know, um, I'm really concerned about the uh, defensive line. So, yeah. uh, I guess my question is this: so, as far as free agency, who's available? Who's not? Who do we miss out on because of Stephen to it? Like yeah. part, like. Along in this retirement thing, I thought that was a little unfair in his part. Um, I mean, big, big shout out yeah. to him. Though. I mean, I wish the best of him because he was a good guy. But yeah, who's available? What's going on? Talk to me.
2: Who's available right now? That's what's so interesting about this time of the year. The guys that you're going to get are guys that are either injured, guys that don't want to be in OTAs or the beginning of training camp also. And they're probably going to be an older guy. As far as who's remaining, the only guy that really has a name out there to me is Larry Ogunjobi. But then again, okay. he also F- is coming Bengals, off, of, right? I think, the, yes, Bengals. Real uh-huh. solid guy. I like him. He was with the Browns also. He's coming off, the, I think, the Achilles uh, injury. So it's a matter of really just being real with you, Juwan. Somebody's going to have to step up. If it's either going to be a okay. post-camp signing as far as D-line go or it's going to be a guy that really has to step up. To think about them, they got a mix of old and young guys as far as his roster go. You're hoping that the young guy, DeMarvin Leal, comes on. Loud was there right. also this past year. Wormley, again, has to play his role and be a vet to lead these young guys. But the Adams brothers specifically, those guys got to really step up to the plate. The best thing about what Pittsburgh has is Cam and Tyson. Tyson gets all the way healthy this year. Right. And Cam is a guy that doesn't take a play off. With that being said, it is going to have to be defensive line by committee. Just being completely real with you. Initially, everybody was counting on Tua being back and building more depth. And not just that. Tua was also a guy who went healthy. He didn't leave the field either. So you're looking at a a little bit of, can I be real with you, the outside linebackers? really getting pressure, creating pressure. The guys that you have that can play defensive line a D tackle in the middle of this defense, they have to be on top of their job. Carlos Davis is another guy that's, that's a part of this. Khalil Davis also is another brother on this team too uh, as there's three pairs of brothers on this defense. But Pittsburgh is probably going to be operating in the means of Blitzburg, if I can be real with you. No doubt. Light people up as much as they possibly can. If you get this D-line or this defense on the field for a very long time, it could be ugly. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely, TJ's got to lead the troops. Just because you don't have a whole lot of bodies, or well, I'll, be, I'll be fair, we don't have a lot of proven bodies right now as far as knowing Cam's going to be there, Tua's going to be there, Tyson's going to be there. You see what I'm saying? Like Chris Wormley, all of those guys we know are going to be there. Cam is getting older. I know he wants to be an Iron Man, but he's got to start also thinking about his reps. I think he's been holding up about – of defensive snaps for d line Absolutely.
0: And he's he's doing his thing to be old head. He ain't going to say old head,
2: but he's in old head status now. (laughs) He don't like it. So um, legitimately, it's outside linebackers, and I'm really looking at Devin Bush and Miles Jack for sure. I brought this up before. Those two guys got to be a presence that, look, if the D-line is getting moved off the ball, one thing I loved about Devin and Camp was he was able to slip in between guys and make practice when we were practicing against him before the injury. He's got to get okay. back to that. Miles Jack also got to bring an edge along with him, which he already does have. So right. it's really sustaining. It's really okay, whoever here's my that, got that wants to be in this league got to be ready to roll. What's up?
0: So sounds like to me it's a lot of hope we're hoping a lot. We're hoping this gets better. We're hoping, I mean, I don't know. I just, I feel like, I still feel like, I don't like to go into the season, right? Yeah, uh, the 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 I'm talking about. We known for what? Blitzburg. We known for that. Yeah. You know that mean Joe green. Come him. Uh, yeah, like you know, you know what I'm saying. Like I'm Levant Kirkland, like you know, like yeah. our, or or even like Casey Ham. Big Ham was on the line doing his thing, you know. So like, yeah. there was no questions or no hope going into the like each season. So like, I know we're a young team and everything, and there's always a transition yeah. time for every team, but I just don't like going into the season with no hope be hoping that somebody <laughs> steps up, you know? So that's why I asked that question. I don't know how you feel about that.
2: No, no, I, I fully understand. Joanne, this is one thing I've always kind of said. There are new storm, new stars born every single year. Nobody knew who Antonio was beforehand. We knew of Cam, point. but nobody really knew. So again, I'm I just pulling back the, the curtains a little bit. As a player, you knew you were solid, but you still didn't know how good you was going to be either as a team. Because you remember all those years, as good as we were offensively, we thought we had a solid squad defensively and vice versa. And you just hope everything lines up. That's the catalyst, honestly, for a Super Bowl season is one side, you know, is good. And the other side dragging along and eventually getting good throughout the
0: season too. It's always going to be that big dog. No doubt. I mean, and you know, you made a good point. That kind of shut me up because you're right. We gotta give Lotto milk a chance. We gotta give Lual. You know, he's a rookie, but yeah. I got a feeling he gonna flash. I really do. I just, and, I got a and, feeling he gonna flash.
2: And that's what you need. I'm not here to sell you hope. I'm just here to tell you this is how it goes. For for two to jump out the way he did. Hey, more power to him. For somebody to acknowledge they're not in the right space, I can fully respect that. Um, and mm-hmm. and behind that also. It's always a young guy that's been hoping, been wishing, been crying, bled
0: for and it. hungry and starving to get on that You're line. Stupid, you know, I, you I can see You what that. I'm saying? So i played if football all my life. I remember that.
2: Mm-hmm. If, if they don't, guess what they're going to be picking next year
0: in the first round, possibly? A <laughs> <laughs> That's With that business. being said, I'm going to shoot it back to my man DK. Here you go. He's down <laughs> at the store right now. Hey, no, my no. name is Jawan. I just came down Wilson, here, man. He right. just said, come do it. Hey, I'm a big fan. Yeah. I appreciate it, <laughs> That'll work, all right. all right. Have
2: a good one. Have a
0: good
2: one. I'm solid, man. I, I got I, the real. I got the real essence of, of Pittsburgh right there, man.
1: I'm losing my job on a daily basis here. That's all that this show is about. I come here and I lose my job every day. <laughs> I see how it goes. He walks by here every other day, and he's yelling something from the other side of the street. DK, we get a defensive lineman. And I'm like, so here he is. Take care, my man. All right. I
2: love it, man. Let's do it again tomorrow, Moan.
1: I'm with it, DK.